0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Work Alchemy podcast, Conversations About Impact, where entrepreneurs and leaders share how they have impact, the sweet moments, and the challenges. I'm your host, Ursula York. I show entrepreneurs how to turn their businesses into agents for lasting change, global impact, and a force for good in the world. These stories are here to inspire and energize you so you can have your own unique impact. I'm excited to announce the Fierce Women Forum, a special event where nine remarkable leaders and I will talk about what it means to be fierce, the reactions we receive as women and people perceived as women, and how we can support each other to be fierce when it's needed. If you've ever been told you're too much or silenced yourself because you were afraid of how you'd be perceived, the Fierce Women Forum is for you. To learn more about the forum and the outstanding leaders I'll be in conversation with, and to register, go to workalchemy.com forward slash FWF, as in Fierce Women Forum. The Fierce Women Forum begins on July 15th, so be sure to bookmark that site right now and go there right after this episode. Even if you're listening to this after July 15th, you can still register and receive the recording. Please join us. Welcome to the 200th episode of the Work Alchemy podcast. I am delighted that you're here. I've been so excited about this that I threw a virtual party and I gave people a chance to win unique and valuable prizes with gifts from me and the generosity of my podcast guests. Lucky winners got a whopping prize package, the grand prize worth over $2,000, hours of world-class coaching, extraordinary books, yummy chocolate to keep up your energy for more impact, and a stunning work of glass art. I love giving gifts, and this was a great opportunity to do just that. Wow, it's hard to believe I've done 200 of these Conversations with truly remarkable people, world changers, people who make a difference in the world with their leadership, whether it's a business or a nonprofit. It's been my honor to meet and talk with them. When I get comments like, Wow, Work Alchemy, the Impact Interviews podcast is flat out awesome. And The caliber of interview guests is really impressive, and the range of topics is valuable for anyone wanting to improve their impact in the world. I highly recommend the Work Alchemy podcast and even loving this podcast. When I hear those things, I know I've hit the mark with curating who will join me for these conversations about impact. In terms of my own impact, my work goes further than the podcast. In my Impact Breakthrough program, I guide you in defining and exploring your impact purpose in a powerful way, and then we create an impact map so you can achieve it. My impact purpose is to inspire and support you in changing the world with your impact in that unique way that only you can. My own focus on impact started off more than six years ago when no one else was talking about impact. People would ask, what do you mean by that exactly? It sounds kind of, uh, I don't know, harsh. Like, shouldn't you use a softer word? Well, now, of course, impact is a word people are using all over the place, and everyone has a general sense of what it means. The idea that your work can do good in the world that it's important to look at the effect of what you do has in the world is clearly an idea whose time has come. We've come to this point because the examples of the alternative, the devastation that rapacious economic growth at any price has had on the environment and on people is very evident and change is needed before we implode under the weight of greed and disregard for others and the world in which we live. My own focus on impact before everyone was talking about it came about because I was feeling unfulfilled in my, frankly, very lucrative consulting and training development businesses. After first trying to dismiss my unease and just carry on, I spent five years exploring what I needed to do. Creativity seemed to be the way in. I started exhibiting my photography and performing African drumming, both things I was passionate about. And when that didn't work, I decided to take a little time off. So I started with, well, you know, maybe three weeks, which felt wildly radical at the time. I'd never taken more than 10 days off from my business in 15 years. Kind of crazy, right? never one to do things by half measures, that three weeks became three months. And then finally, I decided to sell my house and most of what I owned and travel for a while until it felt right to do something else. During that time, what turned out to be a year of being what I called uh, an intentional nomad, I underwent a spiritual awakening that extended, as spiritual awakenings do, to my business. I'd coached people for years, consulting clients who desperately wanted to leave their jobs and start a business. I felt that I'd come to my calling, coaching people to bring meaning to their work through their business. For me, impact is all about love, love for yourself and love for the world in which you live. That love manifests as a business, an organization, an offering, as marketing, and customer service, as leadership. And in case you're wondering about all this love stuff in the context of business, one of my guests on the podcast, well-known executive coach Steve Farber, said, Love is just damn good business. He felt so strongly about that, he made it the title of his latest book, The definition of impact that I developed, that I always give in the introduction of the podcast, highlights the love. Impact is where your unique self and business meet the world and contribute to making it better for all of us. There's real love there in your own self-regard, your own care and growth, and love for others and how you contribute to them and how you change the world for the better, for everyone. It's a dynamic interplay between you, your business, and the contribution you're making. You can't sustainably have one without the other. You can't keep contributing, giving without nurturing yourself and your business, and without growing into the person you, who can have that impact. And you can't keep focusing only on yourself because that means you're not contributing to others. You're not making the world better. That's why I am so clear that impact is more than mission, more than purpose, it's even more than your why. All of those things can be very one-sided and ultimately that does little to serve anyone. This became crystal clear to me in my nomad year and thereafter, my own shift wasn't just about what the business did for me. I wanted to know what good I could do with my business. And I'd always been inclined that way. The seeds of it were already in my consulting and training and development companies. My clients were always firms that focused on a greater good. The keen focus my business now has on leaders, particularly women who want to have impact to make real and positive change while making a profit sharpened even more after my nomad year. My Impact Breakthrough program came out of that experience and continues to evolve with multiple and repeated iterations. One of my clients described it as transformational. It's love in action. The love that Impact personifies is reciprocal love. You and your business or organization give, and it gives to you. Both need attention. If things get off balance, your impact is diminished. The podcast interviews have explored that issue, maintaining harmony between the two dimensions of impact, you and your business, and the contributions you're making. One of the great examples of this is a conversation I had with Sean Askinosie, founder of Askinosie Chocolate, a small batch chocolate factory at the forefront of the American craft chocolate boom. Sean went from being a criminal trial lawyer, which made him deeply unhappy and unfulfilled, to founding a business that directly trades with cacao farmers so that they're paid a premium price and also gets involved in supporting their communities. He went through a deeply spiritual process to make that transition and continues his practices to this day. His courageous journey is inspiring others to do something they believe in. As Sean's company illuminates, a focus on impact in your business is not a nice to have, something you're only sit around, that you only sit around discussing while drinking herbal tea and singing Kumbaya, although you can certainly do that if that's your jam. Impact is more than an idea. Impact is highly practical. Impact and income are intimately linked. Research has shown that companies that focus on impact make 12 to 14 times more income than those that focus on profit. Impact-focused companies are highly profitable with estimates of two to 50, up to 50 times more profit in these companies compared with those whose focus is elsewhere. My podcast guest, serial entrepreneur Era Katz, certainly has lived out those results in her businesses. One of Era's companies, Seed Health, has grown profitable by pioneering applications of bacteria to impact human and environmental health. Clearly someone who can make business work, Era also brings a deep interest and concern about the people on her team to her businesses. Decision-making within the company follows a very collaborative, evidence-based model that yields results in deep engagement and employee satisfaction, and that too is impact. Commitment to impact is essential. You can easily get thrown off track, and I'll explain this with, uh, by painting a picture for you. Think about impact as a river, Your river of impact is a vibrant, dynamic flow that brings you to more income. While things are flowing along, you have great impact and income. They're interrelated. The more impact you have, the more income. The more income you have, the more impact you can have. Inevitably, though, storms arise. Obstacles on your path to income and impact develop. Trees fall across the river you're now at a decision point. You can let the trees divert you away from your optimal impact and income. It's easy to do. It's easier to follow the diverted stream. You can be so tied up in the day-to-day operations of your business that you lose sight of the importance of your focus on impact. As these obstacles, the falling trees, keep happening, you're taken further and further away from that vibrant stream of both your income and your impact. The stream gets smaller and smaller. If, however, you choose to remove the obstacle, clear away the trees, work through the problems, then your river is flowing once again fully with life-giving, income-generating impact. All of that income and impact only work when you know what river you're traveling in. That's why a significant part of my work with clients is guiding leaders to clarify and explore the impact they want to have and what's in the way of their impact. When it's the wrong fit or you don't deal with what's in the way, you'll have much less impact or the impact that's not truly yours and fulfilling to you. So that exploration is really important. This work of impact is deep and valuable, and it's not for the faint of heart. It's not enough to just adopt a vague idea of your impact or one that's too tactical. It's important to have a high-level view so that your decisions can be guided without restricting how you will have that impact. It's not enough to ignore or do a cursory examination of what's in your way. Like the river, and the fallen trees that can block your flow, clearing of those obstacles is needed for you to have the impact you're called to have. I've done this impact breakthrough work myself. For example, I wrote in a recent blog post about my own fear of visibility and how I've worked through that. That's how I'm able to do speaking engagements and videos and this 200th podcast episode, sharing my own story. Your impact is worthy of that attention, that deeper exploration with a trusted guide who's been there and can hold space for you to be vulnerable. Your impact is always evolving. That's because when you commit to impact, you have to always evolve. I've seen this beautiful evolution in my clients. I've seen people become leaders or become better leaders. I've seen them embrace work that fills their heart with meaning, even as they address the inevitable obstacles. In the podcast, this is really well exemplified by my interview with Tess Vigeland, former host of Public Radio's Marketplace. Tess had a big upheaval in her life when she left her popular show and traveled for several years, recently returning to the U.S. to live. The title of her book, Chronicling That Time, pretty much sums it up. It's called Leap. Leaving a job with no plan B to find the career and life you really want. We compared notes about our respective nomad adventures, as I did the same thing, leaving behind everything I knew in order to be a nomad in 2010. I moved countries and changed careers, leaving behind my successful businesses to start a new one as a business coach, podcaster, and speaker. Like Tess, What I connected with in my time as a nomad was clarity about what was important to me. It's important to me to contribute, to be a change maker in a positive way. Your impact is as much about the evolution of you and your business as it is about what you contribute. You don't have to become a nomad to do that. I'm realizing more and more as this work has evolved over the years that impact is about life energy, that singular distinctive spark that you have that is like no one else's. Out of that unique life force that is yours comes your unique impact. Like Prince EA, I had one of my favorite podcast conversations with this pioneering young man, a rap artist committing to spreading an uplifting message of our connection with each other. His videos have had millions of views. They've drawn so much attention because they are so much him, his energy, his vibrance, his talents. Princier used his interest in music and took his message about love and connection into a new realm that resonated with so many people. You may ask yourself, do we even get to decide what impact we have? We say we want to have a particular contribution, make a particular contribution, but impact is as much in how it's received and what is done with it as it is in our intention. So be discerning in who receives your impact. Are they willing to receive what you have to offer? That's what my guest Anne May Chang so beautifully discussed in our interview. At the time of our interview, Anne May had left her jobs at Google and Apple to contribute her considerable expertise to the nonprofit sector. The two findings I was most struck with from our conversation was that impact has to be determined with the involvement of the people who are receiving the impact, and that the outcomes of impact have to be measured to really establish that they're doing what you hope. So to do both, you really have to know who is at the receiving end of your impact. So that's part of the impact breakthrough work I do with clients, developing exquisite clarity about who you're serving with your impact. When my clients get off track in terms of who the receiver of their impact is, their audience and clients, they can really go astray spending time, money, and energy that's wasted. They're left unfulfilled and frustrated that business and life are not going the way they want. That's what happened with my guest, Mason Wartman. Mason was one of my first podcast guests over four years ago, and I couldn't have been more delighted to talk with him. Mason is a real world changer. You may have heard his story from Ellen DeGeneres, or from a hugely popular popular video that was circulating at the time. Mason left his unsatisfying job on Wall Street to move back to his hometown of Philadelphia and start a pizza shop, Roses, named after his mom. Talk about a change in audience. The shop was in an up-and-coming neighborhood, which meant a lot of homeless folks on the streets. One day, a man came in, and offered to pay for a pizza slice for a homeless person outside. Mason asked him to put a post-it note on the wall to be redeemed by anyone who needed it. That note started an avalanche, a whole wall of post-its from other people who wanted to contribute. And that led Mason to start a nonprofit and create jobs for some of the homeless people nearby. Now that is impact. The positive change that your impact can create is shaped by your commitment and by the messages you choose to broadcast. That's why planning is so important and why it's part of the Impact Breakthrough Program, defining how to infuse your impact into every aspect of your business, including marketing. One of my guests, Michelle Yilan, is a former network news broadcaster who became a positive psychology researcher and consultant. In our interview, she highlighted how the messages we choose to broadcast have to be operationalized. Your message of impact has to result in behavioral shifts in your company to make it real and outside your company as well. That means infusing impact throughout your operations, your marketing, throughout your business. Your impact deserves that level of attention. Now I could keep sharing guest after amazing guest, people you know, like spiritual teacher Marianne Williamson, marketing master Seth Godin, or authors Susan Piver and Martha Beck, and people you may not have heard of yet, like Miyoko Shinner, Matthew Weatherly-White, and Lori Mulvey, all doing remarkable work in the world, all of them impactful leaders. You'll have to listen for yourself, so subscribe on your favorite podcast app or on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play. To wrap this up, I thought it would be fun to ask myself the same three rapid round questions that I've been asking my guests in the last few dozen or so episodes. So, here goes. The first question is, what is the biggest thing you've learned about having impact? Having compelling impact, impact that inspires you and changes the world, is a choice. It's not a chance occurrence. We all have impact, whether we realize it or not. But making that conscious is what distinguishes people who really have compelling impact. It's up to you to decide whether to have the impact that you're called to. Investing in that with your resources, your time, your money, your energy, with Your heart is a choice that only you can make. Um, There's a great quote by J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter books. It's our choices, Harry, that show what we truly are, far more than our abilities. Love that quote. So here's the second rapid round question. What's the one thing you've consistently done that's contributed to your success and impact the most? By the way, it feels so weird to be at the receiving end of these questions. I'm always the one asking them. So here's my answer. I've gotten really clear about what is truly mine. It's really hard, if not impossible, to stand behind what you're doing if you don't believe in it. You can't go out into the world with it, be visible, do the work sustainably, if it's not yours. You can't have the impact that calls you if you're not clear what it is. So it's worth the exploration because it's really about the life you're living through your business. And finally, the third rapid round question, what's one insider piece of advice you'd share with a leader, a business owner, who's asking themselves, how can I positively affect my own environment in a larger world? How can I have impact? Decide how you want to show up in the world every day. Your business and your impact are made up of those days, one on top of the other. Do you want to bring darkness with criticism and, or even a grumpy mood? Or do you want to bring light, lifting people up and bringing solutions? You can make that choice before you start every day, before every interaction, We're all human. We we don't do this perfectly. I sure don't. So sometimes it's messy, and sometimes it's powerful. And the more you make that choice about how you show up, the more and more impactful you become. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting the podcast with your listens. If you'd like to support it some more, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps more people hear about it so they can listen to these remarkable leaders, too. I'm really proud of this body of work, and I'm so glad you've been here for this and hopefully more episodes. I work with world changers, people who are committed to having impact. To work with me, start by sending me an email at ursula@workalchemy.com, and we'll schedule a time to do a business impact assessment my gift to you to start things off. I'll leave you with this one last thing. I do this podcast and my work to inspire you, to energize you, to support you, to have your own unique impact. Your impact matters. You matter. I want to support and inspire you to get your impact out into the world. No one has impact alone. So let's do this together. Before you go, don't forget to register for the Fierce Women Forum so you can grow as a leader and have more impact with your business. Go to workalchemy.com forward slash FWF as in Fierce Women Forum to learn more and to register. Thank you for joining me. If you want to discover more about your impact, you can schedule a Business Impact Assessment with me. That's 75 minutes of focus on your and your company's impact and how you can increase it. Just email me at ursula at workalchemy.com to schedule your Business Impact Assessment. It's my gift to you. Join us for more episodes, subscribe to the Work Alchemy podcast on your favorite podcast app, or on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, so you'll know as soon as new episodes are available. You can even help spread the word. Rate and review it on Apple Podcasts if you like what you've heard. Thanks for listening. Until next time, for ongoing support so you can have your own impact, join our community of leaders like you by liking the Work Alchemy Facebook page.